Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. Hey, Howard in the house. What is shaking, Q? What is shaking? Uh, let's see. Got the Philadelphia half coming up in two weeks. I feel good about it. Not going to be great. Yeah, this time and you're last year to get I PR office to run a fifty k. Yeah, you had to jump right into that. You didn't even well, let me build that up. You can build it up in a second, but first we have to squash the beef. What's the beef? Where's uh, the beef? That's what. Wait, have you heard that expression before? Nope, never. Okay, one never of my heard friends. Where's the beef? Not what's the beef? Where's the beef? Squash, squash the beef. One of my friends used to, for fun, he would pick two people at our group and sit them on a couch and be like. Squash the beef. What beef do you have? And you'd have to come up with like some kind of roast, and then you'd squash the beef. Wow. Anyway, lots of food acronyms. Or why food are you why are you committing everyone in the office to run until I'm the next fall off? Uh, not at all. It's uh, an open invitation. Georgia and I are doing it for sure, and you know, just in, you know, thinking if anybody else wants to do it, that's young and healthy and puts their life in danger constantly. So I thought of you. Okay. And why not? All right, tell me about this. But hey, you don't have to. I mean, you know, now I'm just only going to talk about this every podcast. No, 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 won't judge it at all. Throw shade. Absolutely, will not judge you. If you decide not to do it, it's no problem. Won't ever bring it up again to you personally. Do it or you're fired. <laughs> Just in front of me when I can't defend myself. Yeah, I mean, listen, when we post all the photos and we go and we do all the things. And not you're pictured. Like, oh, Allie not, Howard. Yeah, not pictured. Allie. <laughs> yeah, it'll be at the bottom and not here. <laughs> So, well, Georgia and I are going to do it. I'm I'm super excited. I I think uh and I and I think it'd be great. I'm a big advocate. When I well, of course you want to share things that you get excited about, right? So, you loved whitewater rafting. I have already experienced it. I almost died. I'm not going to do it. So, I don't have any desire to do that. So, you've never asked me to go climbing. I think I'd enjoy climbing indoors like with things hooked to me so I don't die. But you don't even ask. You don't even care. You don't even that, care. So we're and squashing the beef right me, now. <laughs> me, on the other hand, hey, I'm I'm doing this. You should join. You don't have to. You don't have to. No peer pressure. No peer pressure. But we might not put it out there for the DIY Money crew as well, because I know we have a lot of runners. That would be fun. That'd be great. We should organize a oh. 50K that starts at our office. Mm. How about that? That's aggressive. No, what I like about 50Ks typically is they're in trails in the woods and... You know, it's not road. It's not pavement pounding on your knees and your mm-hmm. ugh. Um, what else is going on? Yeah, so uh, wife and I going to Tampa this weekend to see the Titans play. Seeing old Will starting quarterback. Boom or Very whatever. Excited about that. <laughs> uh, all right. What? Anything else? Anything else you want to add? Talk about? Um, not really. I'm going to a concert tonight. Where? I haven't been to a concert in forever in Louisville. I don't know exactly what venue. This was like a you get the tickets and I'll show up vibe for me. Who is going playing? to see Ben Rector. Don't know who that is. You don't know who Ben Rector Not is? Not at all. Okay, well. Is it country? Is it? No, he's kind of like, how do you describe it? Like very chill, I guess pop, question mark? Okay. I don't know. Interesting. He's like a acoustic kind of vibe. In Louisville? He's very good. In Louisville, It'll yeah. Be good. It'll be yeah. safe. Be careful. Drive drive slow and Steady. don't be home too late. Yes, because you have work in the morning. 
All right. Let's uh, housekeeping odds and ends. Visit us on the web at Jewel Financial, J-O-U-L-E, financial.com. And if you have a situation, complex or otherwise, you need a second opinion and you want Allie, comma, CPA, to take a look at it, let us know. We'd love to have a, a, a Zoom call or a chat. Maybe we can help you. Maybe we can't. Whatever. Other than that, uh, social, podcast, DIY Money podcast on all the social channels. I like your sweater today, too. That's really nice. Is that Thank you? Um, no, I think I've worn it before. I like it. All right. Let's go to Kaylee from Arizona. What do you got? DIY! Hey, DIY Money team. Kaylee here from Northern Arizona. My husband and I both work from home, pulling in a combined income of right around 165 k and we've recently started a family. I likely will quit my job when baby number two arrives, which would significantly cut our income right in half. The good news is we have no debt, and we only pay $400 in monthly rent because we're house-sitting my in-laws' home. Now, it could be up to five years before they're ready to move in full-time. Otherwise, they've given us the flexibility to move out whenever we want. Now, currently, we're saving for our 401ks. We've got a future car fund and have over $75,000 in CDs for a future house. And we're maxing out our HSAs. My question is, are we putting our money in the right places? Most importantly, how do we maximize this situation to our financial advantage, knowing that we would like to move into our dream home after this? Would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Okay, Kaylee, uh, from Northern Arizona, probably originally from the Michigan area, I'm going to say. She's That's, definitely a Northeastern. How do you do that? I I could be wrong. You just know? I definitely could be wrong. It's I think accents. we need to get Kaylee to do like a she'll commercial tell us. for us or yeah, something. No, she'll tell us. She'll, she'll email. And I'm, I mean, I don't even come on and talk about it, but nine times out of 10, I nail these things. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's within a, it's within, no a mul- it's within a little state region. It's not like, oh yeah, I'm from Saskatchewan, Canada. You know, you got that wrong. Like it's not even. Yeah, I'm from Saskatchewan. What's up in Canada, eh? That's so I'm impressive. saying northern. I'm saying Michigan. She's a Michigan person, probably a University of Michigan grad. And then, what year do you think she moved to Arizona? Oh, come on, <laughs> come on now. Um, probably around COVID. Quite honestly. Oh my gosh! All right, answer she's the question. Out of Michigan. You're showing she's like, off. I'm out. I'm You're out of here. Anyway, cold. Okay. Um, so some background on the show. We get these questions. We put them in the queue. Allie, since she joined the show, has been kind enough to put kind of bullet points together. This is if you were wondering why I have not forgotten a name in a very long time. It's because I'm staring at a sheet with Kaylee's name on there. And one of the things that she put on this sheet, which I want to stress, and I, and I will answer your question in a minute, Kaylee, regarding savings buckets, because that was your specific question. However... If you were in our office or you were a friend and you were asking about this or your husband was asking about this, I would say immediately start living off of one income. Immediately, like tomorrow, to make sure you all have figured out the the spending and the budgeting, etc. And oh, by the way, maybe increase your monthly expenses on that one income by about 500 bones because you're introducing baby number two. And baby number two, if my recollection was any uh, consideration, at minimum was $500 a month for the baby number two. Now, what are you going to reduce? Well, you're not driving to and from work. You're not buying the Starbucks mocha latte frappuccinos for $8 a piece or whatever. I'm not bitter about that. But anyways, uh, my wife doesn't do that. She does not do that. She's not a coffee drinker. So I just want to get that out there. (laughs) Panera Sip Club. Not a sponsor, but a great thing. Okay. Anyways. 
So I think that's your best course of action right now as you prepare and not to impede and kind of screw up your overall budget is to live right now as if you're on one income. And if that's problematic, guess what? It's going to be problematic when number two gets here. I would do that if it were me. All right. Now, number two, back to your specific question. You are future slash retirement heavy. And in my personal opinion, not heavy enough in the, quote, dream home category. I don't know a lot about Arizona, but I'm guessing a 20% down payment on a home uh, for the dream home. And again, I, I, I'm just using your words, um, you know, is going to be more than 75000 Now, maybe not. Maybe your dream home is a little bit more modest than my dream home. And your dream home is $400,000 and you will put eighty down and you're pretty darn close. Or you want to put more down and you want to have a lesser mortgage because interest rates are now a gazillion percentage points. So my opinion is I would be sort of targeting, okay, our dream home is going to cost X, a million bucks. I'm just going to throw something out there, right? People listening to the show might be like, that's crazy. Like, why don't you spend any million dollars on a home? Well, they don't have any debt. They're good incomes. Maybe you'll go back to work. She's a University of Michigan grad. I'm just... I have no idea. As we know. As we know. So imagine if she was. That would be crazy. That would be, I mean, crazy. She'll be like, I'm Michigan State. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) So I like the idea of saying, okay, we're going to spend X number of dollars on a home. And and the next step, a lot of people do this. That's that's fine. We want to have X size mortgage slash payment. So do the math, look at your budget, and determine that you could afford, and I don't mean what the bank tells you can afford, Ugh. <laughs> what you think you can afford on a monthly payment, interest, principal, maintenance, HOA if it's needed, utility cost, factor it all in, and do the reverse math. So you might say, look, we can afford $3,500 a month. So $3,500 a month on a payment over a 30-year mortgage, you could easily do the math and figure out what that amount is that you're going to have to borrow. So let's just say, I'm just making numbers up here. I I genuinely don't even know if I'm close, that that would end up being a $500,000 house. Or a mortgage, sorry, $500,000 note. Well, you have seventy five, dollars So that means you're buying a house for $575,000. That ain't the dream home. So let's say you go, well, that's a, not going to happen. We need to buy a house that is a million to have a mortgage that's five hundred. dollars We have seventy five. dollars So guess what? We need four twenty five dollars more. We need to be able to put down a half a million dollars, right? You see where I'm going with this? I don't know your numbers, Kaylee, but what I'm saying is you can work towards refining those numbers considerably. And then, I mean, holy cow, praise be to these in-laws or these family members. Five years for $400 rent? What? Booyah. Yep. I would keep that as long as you possibly can. So do the math, create the matrix, if you will, of what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to get. And again, don't assume prices are going to come down. I think they will, but don't assume that. Don't assume interest rates are going to come down. I think they will, but don't assume that. 
Build your goals based around the data you have now. Again, how much mortgage can you afford, which equals the payment? How much would your dream home theoretically be, which means how much you need to put down? And then my personal opinion is if that's the goal, I think that's where the savings needs to go outside of not the 401k and the match, but maybe the HSA. I think what's happening now is you're retirement heavy and you're not goal heavy, which means you're going to ultimately go into more debt. And I don't like that. What say you, a Howard? That was good, Quint. Thanks. You nailed that. Appreciate it. I think, so this is a fantastic question and a great example of what a financial plan in the holistic approach would look like. So you have a lot of different things we could touch on. We could probably talk about this question for like an hour. At least. At least. Because there's the aspect of, okay, I have this amazing deal where I can rent for $400, which we just did an episode about, so I'm not going to cover that. If you want to hear our thoughts on that, go back and listen to that. You could talk about kind of the holistic plan. So, you know, what is Kaylee doing well? Well, they got their fast cash. They're out of debt. They have an emergency fund. And now the fun part happens and they get to look at their whole plan and say, okay, now what are our goals? And so I think this question, you know, has a lot of different angles. And then you already touched on one I definitely wanted to hit on because we get this question somewhat frequently. Hey, we have 17 kids now and I'm going to work from home. What does that look like? How do I know if we can live off one income? And I think your recommendation for what you would do, not a recommendation, got to be careful there, um, is spot on. And what we recommend people to do sometimes in your situation is, okay, great, leave our office, live on one income, and then you'll know very quickly what that looks like. And as you were saying, too, as you're building out that budget, look at your increased costs for this new kid, look at we will now have a mortgage payment and won't get to pay $400 a month and build that out to see what kind of margin you have and then play with the margin. And I think this question, um, if we were sitting down from a planning perspective and looking at it, the next conversation we would have is, okay, we've checked all these boxes. Now let's figure out, like you were saying, Quint, your short-term and long-term goals because that will dictate how we direct assets. What we don't want to happen is say, great, you're in good shape, but every dime that you have extra towards retirement and lock up all that equity in retirement accounts. And then you get to, you know, you need another van because now you have even more kids or something and you need cash flow. And now we don't have it. And like you said, you have to take out debt. So to me, this question in the next step would be start with building out a budget. What will it look like when we do live on one income, then refine what are my short-term goals that I need? Are we there? Are we not? And I agree with what you're saying too about the down payment for a dream home. Maybe that's a good place to start. And then from there, use that as a platform to determine where that extra margin should go. I love it. It's math and goals. You're not always going to hit them, but it's math and goals. Right goes back to anything that you're trying to accomplish. I, I was doing the math today, uh, 16-year-old, junior, getting ready to you know, enter his senior year and then go off to college, and I was kind of looking back, and I remember I didn't start it when he was zero because I didn't have the money when he was born, but when you know, shortly after he was born, I was starting a monthly amount for him uh, towards uh, a goal to have a certain amount while he turned 18, and we're going to be there. I mean, we're going to, you know, barring uh, cataclysmic you know, decline in the next couple of years. And now what we're doing is actively sort of starting to reduce risk a little bit 
tax sensitive wise, of course, but it's nice when a plan comes together, right? A team. I love it when a plan comes together. That's a reference you don't know. Nope. There you go. Uh, it's nice when a plan comes together. So I, again, I, I really, I think taking some time, I, I'm so thankful that you called in, but anybody out there, whether it's, you know, going to one income, starting a business, saving for a house, you know, how, how do I do this? And, and it's, it's develop a plan. You're not always going to get it right, but you can get it going. You develop a plan. You set some actual goals. You, you have them realistic. I mean, uh, somebody says to me, oh, I want to be a millionaire. Okay, well, h- how like how much are you putting away a month? Well, nothing right now. Well, <laughs> okay, like number one, get out of debt. Number two, actually have margin. Number three, you know, invest. I mean, uh, like there's our steps and and anything. Once you once you start doing those things, and you start accomplishing and knocking off those those things, you will unlock this power. And, and this ability in your brain to go, oh my goodness, anything is possible, anything. And I, yes, I mean, I, I'm not going to play in the NBA, so not everything is possible. But I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a financial goal, a health goal, a life goal, whatever. Pretty often, if you can articulate what that goal is and bring it back and actually figure out the steps to get there, you can hit it. If you don't know the steps, find somebody who's done them and ask. What did they do? What did you do to get out of debt? What did you do to pay off your house? What did you do to this, to that, et cetera? So anyways, Kaylee, I went on a little rampage there. But uh, rampage? No. I went on a rant. little rant. Thank you uh, there. But uh, hopefully that you know actually provided some additional value. Congrats. I don't know if baby no- – do we even know if baby number two is on the way? Or is this a – we didn't talk said. about it. So maybe congrats are in order. Maybe not. Maybe good luck is in order. I don't know. But uh, keep us posted <laughs> and, uh, and go Wolverine. So anyways, thanks so much. All did Kaylee did was sent us an audio file question to podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. And we will send her a $25 Amazon gift card. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.